0: Hey everybody, welcome to a special edition of Catfish Corner. John Garcia here with Tennessee and beat reporter Paul Scribina. and we have a special guest with us today, Mr. Howie Barrow, one of the keepers of the cup. The Stanley Cup is uh, about a foot in front of our faces <laughs> right now. So, uh, Howie, welcome to Nashville. Thank you. Uh, you're welcome. I guess just give us a rundown. You've been with the Hockey Hall of Fame since 2000. Like, how did you become one of the keepers of the cup? Do they give you like a uh, Men in Black style like <laughs> tryout or something like that? Like, how does that work?
1: No, it was very casual. Uh, I started working at the Hall of Fame as a volunteer. I just wanted to talk hockey with other fans. And uh, I guess I was in the right place at the right time. I started traveling with uh, other trophies, artifact displays. I was working part-time hours in the museum itself. And then one day the boss, Phil Pritchard, asked me if I wanted to travel with it. So I've been with the cup now for about 10 years. I have a question. How many pairs of white gloves do you own? (laughs) Uh, I don't know. There's uh, just too many. I try to keep them clean, but uh, you got to go through them once in a while. I'm sure I've gone through, uh, you know, probably 10 dozen or more throughout the years. And when you go to airports,
2: you're probably a pretty popular guy once people figure out what
1: it is you're carrying with, you no? Absolutely. Uh, They always wonder what's in the box, and then usually when I'm checking in, I have to open it up. I let them know what we have, and uh, it it always draws a crowd. And then after I get checked in, I go to TSA. Again, they're doing their job, and everything's serious. As soon as I open it up, their eyes open up, and now it's photo time. And uh, they're back to their jobs in a few minutes, and then we lock it up, and it goes underneath like everything else.
0: You mentioned people's eyes lighting up and everything like that. You know, we just had our photo op with it in the newsroom, and you can see all the people gravitating to it because, I mean, it is the most iconic trophy in sports. Does that ever get old?
1: No, absolutely not. Uh, You know, just to to see um, everybody's smiling faces. It's amazing how much excitement, uh, you know, this trophy can bring. People of all ages, it's amazing. Everybody, there's fans from all over the place, and uh, it's always smiling faces, uh, you know, uh, big kids and little kids.
0: Uh, How do you guys, I guess, uh, so the Cup, I'm sure everyone that's listening knows when a team wins the Stanley Cup, uh, coaches, players um, uh, all get their day with the Cup. Uh, How do you guys divvy up who goes where do you guys just kind of pick and choose or is it just an assignment or something like that
1: uh, it's usually assigned uh phil is uh working with the winning team every year and uh, they coordinate the schedule for us and we try to do it geographically so we're not traveling back and forth too much but uh usually we're mm-hmm. put to a cycle and it's usually about a week on week off give or take a few days here and there but uh we all take turns doing different things
0: and where was, uh your favorite places to go
1: uh, the first time traveling to Europe uh, was always fun. Uh, I went to Finland and Sweden and, and uh, Czech Republic, Slovakia. Last year was pretty fun uh, getting to go to uh, Moscow. Hmm. Um, you know, it's just uh, anywhere you get to go for the first time, it's a, usually a thrill.
2: <clears throat> You've seen babies christened in this thing. <clears throat> You've seen guys eat various foods out of this thing, but you are not allowed to do that, right? I mean, you're with this thing all the time, but you to kind of the, the, the rules are you're not allowed to kind of drink out of it or, or do anything like that right so you, is that true
1: well i don't know if there's any official rules that we're not allowed to do that i mean we're there with the guys anyways and, and we get offered uh usually we don't do that though because for me I, I work with the cup i haven't won it um i feel it's special for the guys that have won it themselves and they've earned that right and they have their name on it and stuff but uh it's always fun to watch everybody uh eat and drink out of it babies in the bowl and and whatever they can do to have a lot of fun with it
0: and if i remember correctly in your bio one of your favorite players offered to you to drink out of the cup. Is yes, that correct?
1: It is. And uh, I turned him down a few times. And, who was the player? Uh, came, well, he was a former player at Cam Neely with the Boston Bruins. And uh, yeah, quick story a friend of mine actually the year before that had won the cup and he asked me to drink from it and I, I said no. So the following year I'm with Cam Neely and, he, and he's asking me again and I, I kept turning him down. So then I started thinking to myself, oh, you know, are you crazy? Maybe drink from <laughs> it and enjoy it too. Yeah. But uh, so I decided, you know what, if my friend wins the cup again, Um, I'll drink from it. So two years later... My friend did win the cup, but he scored the winning goal against the Bruins. So I said, "No, forget it. I'm not going to drink now." <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, Mr. This is Neely <laughs> probably would have been a little,
2: little peeved. <laughs> the th- some of the things that have happened in this cup make me want to not drink out of it, though. I know there's babies that have peed in it and done other various things. How horses do horses have eaten out of it? How do you clean it? Like, I mean, I know, I know it's you know obviously the material it's made out of is lends itself to being able to be clean. But it, when you think about what all the things that have happened in that cup, does uh, mm-hmm. that any part of the reason for your decision? to not drink out of it because I'm not sure that I would want to.
1: No, absolutely not. I mean, the the stuff that's put into the cup that's drank out of it, eaten out of it, I mean, it's all good. I mean, yes, there have been a few accidents with some of the babies in that, but the cup is constantly being cleaned. We keep it shiny. Uh, Soap and water all the time. It's sanitized. Uh, A few times a year they use silver polish Uh, But, yeah, there's nothing real crazy that has uh, been done with it. And, uh, like, even when horses, like you said, have eaten out of it, we we usually rinse it out and everything, too. So Uh,
0: When uh, the L.A. Kings won it that first year, I believe it was 2012, the L.A. Times was doing a whole, like, you know, they went to Slovenia with Andrzej Kopitar um, and, you know, did this whole video series on it. And I remember at the very end of the video, um, I don't remember if it was uh, you or uh, Mr. Pritchard, but just took it into a hotel bathtub and rinsed it out there. And I was like, well... That kind of ruins a little bit of the allure because I figured it'd be like, you know, waxed and buffed and polished and everything like that. But I guess when you're, you know, on the road, that's kind of what has to happen.
1: Yeah. Every once in a while, if we're in a rush, we're trying to get ready to, you know, for our next event or something. Some of the other guys have put it in the shower Mm -hmm. and they'll just let the water rinse off it. You you know, you suds it up Mm -hmm. and everything and then rinse it off and dry it. Uh, I don't usually do that myself. It's basically just a, you know, a a cloth, uh, you know, washcloth or something with some soap. Lather it up, rinse it off, and wipe it dry. And, you know, sometimes you just have to be quick like that. You get into your own routine, and that's just what you do.
2: The the, the team that I covered that won the Stanley Cup. in 2014-15 there was an interesting story about how that cup ended up at the arena or almost didn't end up at the arena that night we were talking a little bit before we, we started this can you share a little bit of the story behind that I, I kind of know the story but I think it's a, it's kind of a how that that process works and when it's decided you know when, it, when it's going to go and what happened that night in Chicago well
1: I wasn't there but uh, Phil Pritchard was there and uh, from what I was told uh, uh, basically that's left up to the the league uh, when they want to have it moved because uh, most teams are very superstitious. They don't want it in the building until it has to be presented. Well, all of a sudden, there was a a freak rainstorm that happened uh, in the area, and it flooded all the viaducts. So the roads were closed down. People couldn't drive. I mean, it was that bad. So uh, Phil had to try to get uh, state troopers and everything to try to, you know, have them rerouted so he can get to the rink. And, yeah, they were a little bit late. And uh, I'm sure, you know, he was a little, uh, you know, uh, wear for tear and all that stuff and a little... uh, frustrated about what was happening. But, you know, sometimes you just can't help the weather or airlines or anything. Sometimes there's a lot of delays in flights. So it happens. But I I don't don't think that's going to happen anymore. I think uh, the league has made some changes where they uh, want the cup a little closer. You got a rink. helicopter. like it just good. Well, I happened
0: not Dmitry Orlov uh, over the summer, uh, Mr. Pritchard got to, uh, Moscow and the cup didn't get with him. So they had to coordinate and bring it in through a helicopter and everything like that for his stay with the cup.
1: Yeah. I heard the same story. So that was very interesting. I'm not sure what happened to it in between, but, uh, I heard it was around six hours. It was missing. So, yeah. but, <laughs> uh, yeah, in the end it's, uh, all looked after and everything's good. And, uh. You know, here we are again today talking about it. So, mm-hmm.
2: this this thing is one of the, is arguably or inarguably the most beautiful trophy awarded in sports, and also has the perfect flaws. A lot of character on this thing. Sitting here looking at it up close, the scratches and the dents and the, the imperfections. Is that what, in your eyes, what makes it? perfect? I mean, because from far away, it looks like, the, I mean, and it is a beautiful thing. When you look up close, I mean, there's a lot of there, there's a lot of scars on this thing. And, and I think that
1: those scars probably all have stories. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it is handled a lot. And I, I think it's in really good condition considering that. Uh, but there are some errors. It gives it character. Uh, some teams are misspelled. Some players' names are misspelled. Uh, some of them more famous than others. Um, I think one of the most interesting ones is uh, everybody looks at the 1983-84 Edmonton Oilers where Peter Pocklington, the owner of the team at the time had uh, put his father's name on the cup to honor his father's name, but uh, because he had no affiliation with ownership or anything, the NHL had them exit out.
2: Yeah, so his name is on there, but it's xed out, right? Which is, which is, I mean, you I know, I, the stories behind the stories behind the stories of this thing are, have to be incredible. But um, look, is what you do for a living work? I mean, could you ever have imagined, like when you grew up as a kid, you didn't say, "Yeah, I want to be the, you know the keeper of the cup." I mean, how does how does the when you look at your job when you step back and look? How do you assess what you do for a living?
1: I'm just very privileged. Uh, At the time, growing up, uh, there was no real keeper of the cup. Uh, The cup didn't travel the way it does these days. Uh, The official date of the uh, you know the first cup handler started in 1995 when players got a scheduled day with the cup so before that the players or the team would have the cup and uh, they would kind of take it around on their own but uh, after a while it was decided that there needed to be a custodian with it because the way it's traveled so much now you have to have somebody ready to go with it at all times and, and to look after it properly.
2: What is the craziest thing that you've personally witnessed happen to it?
1: Uh, Nothing too crazy. I mean, players like to try to do a lot of different things. Uh, So there are rules uh, with the cup. You're not supposed to put it into a swimming pool. The water's not... you know, this, either it's uh, the chlorine or the salt water is not good for the cup. I heard Mario yeah. Lemo and Patrick Wild both tried that. And I,
0: I heard another story, and I don't know, this was before you started handling the cup on a full time basis. Um, but uh, as Nashville is playing Dallas right now, uh, I heard a story. Um, I'm a big heavy metal fan that Vinnie Paul from Pantera threw it off a balcony and put a huge dent in the cup. Do you have uh, anything that you can tell us on that
1: at all? I've heard stories too. I wasn't there, so I can't really comment on it. But uh, I, I've heard of those those. craziness type of stories back in the day. And that's why there's cup keepers now. I mean, (laughs) really, the the cup, uh, because it's so revered and uh, so hard to win, like we want to protect it and, uh, you know, protect its history and, you know, and show the respect that it deserves. I mean, the players work so hard to earn it. You know, I don't think anybody really wants to be uh, part of... uh, The destroyer of the cup? Absolutely, (laughs) yeah. Yeah.
2: Um, You know, I had a a question about the band. So the the bands, I know that they're replaced every put thirteen years. Thirteen years, yes. And and what happens to the ones that are taken off, and um, and what is the process that goes in? Because you look at you look at all these different names on here, and they're all, they're hand. It's like hand done. It's not you know like machine. Done. It's it's very character. Everything has its own character for each team and each name, and like n- nothing is perfect on it you know what i mean it just kind of it, it
1: it's just if, when you look at it up close it's got a lot of character yeah you're right uh, none of the letters are done uh you know by laser or anything they're all separately hand punched into the sterling silver itself there's a woman in montreal who does all the uh engraving now um so yes each band uh holds 13 winning teams on it so everything on the top half of the cup is permanent so it doesn't move so there's the five main bands on the bottom so when the bottom band is filled they'll take that top band off Everything is moved up one. Brand new blank one is put on the bottom, and the one that's removed is retired to the Hockey Hall of Fame. So they'll slice it in half, and it's flattened out, and then it's put on permanent display there.
0: And that just happened this year. I remember seeing all the coverage uh, for it, and all the you know kind of reminiscing of uh, all the bands that were on there um i think it's pretty incredible to think that you know when you win this you can be on the the stanley cup for 60 to 70 years almost
1: yeah the most you can be on it right now is 65 years and the least amount of time is 52 years but uh, after that you're going to be on permanent display in the hockey hall of fame and that's you know for generations to come you can have your friends and family and anybody related to the names that are on there could come and see it Howie, i think a lot of people would love to have your job yeah, I get told that all the time. Greatest job in the world, and uh, how did I get that job? And they're, you know, they're just so thrilled. Uh, you know, they love talking to us too. They want to hear some of our stories, and we enjoy hearing the fan stories too. And uh, you know, we're always learning something every day. Um, it, it's, uh, you know, it's so much fun just to be able to talk about the history and, and favorite players and favorite teams, and you know, where people are from, and it's just amazing.
0: Howie Barrow keeper of the cup. Thank you so much for joining us. And thank you f- so much for uh, sharing the Stanley cup with us today.
1: Now, well, thank you very much for having us. Appreciate it.